Wonder is an experience when our intellect is hushed. Bhagwan here points out that one listens to this with wonder, sees it as a wonder, speaks of it as a wonder. And the greatest wonder is, even after listening, we don't understand. This treatment that Sri Krishna is giving to Arjuna. Arjuna got totally muddled up with the situation in his life. And this confusion in his mind and intellect, he has found many arguments or justification for his escapism. Now, if Bhagwan Sri Krishna told him, no, this is the right thing to do, already he's pointed out how it is wrong. Therefore, first gives him from the highest spiritual standpoint. As I said, Arjuna is not yet prepared for that. He is not like the student of the Upanishads. But the important thing is that whenever we are in any difficult situation, first and foremost is lift your mind to something higher. Because from that standpoint, it looks frivolous. Now take for example, a toy of a child breaks. For a ch child, it is a big calamity. But for the parent who knows that toys will break, a new toy will come and the world does not come to an end with one toy. In the same way, when we allow our mind and intellect to grow with a higher vision, then most of our problems, really speaking, are childlike only. Like we make a big thing out of a small thing. This is what happens. This is the treatment that Krishna is giving. See, one thing is that from the Bhagavad Gita we are getting the spiritual knowledge. But how Sri Krishna is treating us and Arjuna with this knowledge, thus he gives them from the highest spiritual standpoint that you are at this moment miserable about, say, even your death or the death of your dear and near ones and the consequences of it that you would be committing sin, sin not in the mortal means you will have a disturbed mind full of guilt, regrets. So therefore, Arjuna first understand that as far as the Atma, the self is concerned, this self or Atma neither is born nor does it die.
दिस सेल्फ और आत्मा इज इटर्नल इन्फिनिट इट इज नाइदर द डूअर नॉर द प्रॉम्टर एंड देर फॉर नाइदर द सिंगर नॉर इवन द मेरिजस पर्सन ऑल दिस सेंस ऑफ डूअरशिप एंड इंजॉयरशिप आर ओनली बिकॉज ऑफ द नोशन दैट आई एम दिस इंडिविजुअल जीवा दिस इंडिविजुअल ईगो दिस बॉडी माइंड इंटेलेक्ट assemblage and therefore by different means bhagwan pointed out that even from what we have heard as far as the soul leaving the body whether it goes to heaven hell or even the notions that people have that only goes to prove that the self is eternal and body is anyway inert and the body will die eventually every day see this is what we have to understand some of you might even be new and think that oh this is too difficult obviously that's why bhagwan says ascharya vat pashyati kashchidena this verse is from various standpoints one is that when one sees this sees it as a wonder when one speaks of it also speaks of it only as a wonder and when one hears of it also it's like a wonder really hmm? and the wonder of wonder is something which is in front of you it's your own self when i say front of you means it's the closest to you it's your own self and you don't know it and when someone tells you this is gurudev's pointer how long does it tell take you to know it But the wonder of wonder is this atma, which is yourself, when told to you also, don't know. Isn't that the greatest wonder? There is another beautiful explanation of this, which also says, "Ascharya vat pashyati kashchidin," which also means that. if there is a person who has seen means realize this reality that person itself is seen as a wonder the person himself is a wonder even after seeing it many people do not even describe it because it's it's a wonderful experience it's an indescribable experience it's not even an experience it's indescribable can you imagine the instant you realize that all this time i was the king and i thought i was a beggar it's such a big difference and therefore when one speaks of it also it's when you say it's bliss it's it, nothing can describe that experience and therefore the one who speaks on it also speaks of it as a wonder and if there is a person who can speak on it itself is a wonder even the history of seeing sages realize master many who got that experience became again i said the word experience is only in our language those who realize even realization the word cannot 
described. It's not an object to be realized. Even those who realized it became silent in their experience that they could not expound it. To have a teacher or a master who can expound it, that itself is a wonder. Because that which cannot be communicated by words, that which cannot be experienced by the senses, mind and intellect, to communicate that knowledge, such a teacher himself is a wonder. And even greater wonder is that that people come to listen to this. <laughs> so even you are a wonder. <laughs> that one and a half months leaving. Don't you think all those people around you are wondering, how do you do it? Why do you do it? One and a half months. In this wonderful world, <laughs> A wonder only that people are suffering and they do not want a solution to their suffering. They wonder that so many of you have come for almost two months to study the Gita when you are so young. Now that's a wonder. <laughs> but the wonder of wonder is what you are seeing right now. Swamiji. You said it. It's very nice. But I don't understand it. <laughs> that after being explained from the basics, introduction, explaining each and every term, <laughs> still, this is so beyond me. <laughs> Does it happen or not? That is what the wonder is. Therefore, I said it's a wonderful, wonderful, Wonderful words. And yet, it's the most wonderful knowledge. Even merely hearing it is a wonder. Then can you imagine realizing it, what a wonder it must be. Now having said this, the last two concluding verses of this topic. The last concluding verse of this topic. Dehi nityam avadhyaha ayam dehi. Sarvasya. Sarvasya dehi. In everybody's body. This indweller. Dehi. Nityam avadhyaha. It is always eternal and avadhya indestructible. Now he has explained this. Now. We have gone to explain you also deeply how, why, the nature of it. Remember that Arjuna in this condition, 
at this moment Sri Krishna has just shot his mind, uh, mind and intellect to the heights of spirituality. Heights of the spiritual knowledge. Expounded to him the highest truth about the self. But in reference to that this body is going to die. So making him very clear that the person never dies. That is not the be end of it all. That is what is to be understood right now. And as I said, after studying this portion, what is mo most important is that our fear of death must go away. If that's not gone, all understanding is useless. It is not that we will not feel pain or some amount of anxiety. But we can overcome it with this knowledge that I am not this body. It's only due to my identification with this body that I think this body is me and all its other pleasures or comfort, discomfort and illness belongs to the body. And again, say when it belongs to the body, yesterday, as I was explaining, it's our identification with the body. Not the body has to be ended. It's with our identification. At least we know where the cause of our sorrow is. It's still the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, please. But Bhagwan is lifting our minds to the heights that we can reach. At least we should know the goal. Once we have known this, realized this, then it becomes easy for us to at least face some of these problems in our life. Now, many of you are hearing these two words, Atma and Jeevan. Even though I have explained what it is, but a beautiful example clears it all. You have seen a pot or bucket of water. The bucket in itself has got no light. It shines in the light of the sun. And the light of the sun is all pervading. In this way, when the sun is shining, you see the light everywhere. Light is everywhere and it is in that light that you even see the bucket which normally when the light is not there, you cannot see it. So bucket itself has got no light. And even when there is light in the bucket, it has got no capacity to reflect light. However, when you add water into that bucket, what happens? Water has the capacity to reflect. So, that light of the sun that falls into the bucket, then 
lights up the room or gets lit up. Clear? Now suppose the waters were muddy. How would be the reflection? Dull. If the waters were shaky, how would be the reflection of the sun? Broken. If the waters were clear and steady, how would be the reflection of the sun in the bucket? Almost like the original, no? Almost, I say. Does it happen or not? Now, just understand very simple and contemplate on this example. Atma is like the sun whose light is all pervading. Bucket is the body and the thoughts of your mind and intellect is the water. When the light of the sun gets reflected in the pool of thoughts, it shines forth like the sun. That reflection of consciousness, the Atma, in the pool of your thoughts is what is called as the Jiva. Therefore, the Jiva shines, means can see, hear, smell, taste and therefore is a conscious lit up being as you would say. Clear now? Bucket is the body. The thoughts, emotions of your mind and intellect are, is the water. The sun reflected in this pool which can light up is you, the individual jiva. Now without the sun, the individual jiva does not exist. Is it not? So sun alone exists. And it is the same sun only, one sun, reflected in all the spots. The reflection appeared different because of the texture of the water. The texture of the water, whether it's muddy or agitated, is due to the vasanas. What we have gathered into the water from the environment. This is called as the vasanas. Now when the vasanas are pure, when you mix sugar in the water, water remains the it becomes a little bit more viscous, but it's very clear. But when you mix, say, haldi in the water, turmeric in the water, the color changes, the reflection color also 
changes. You put something dirty in the water, it becomes muddy and the reflection becomes very dull. This is the difference between a saint and a, what would you call? You are not that dirty. A sinner or a saint. Does this picture become very clear in your mind now? So what is the Atma? The all-pervading light of the sun. With sun only, but whose light is all-pervading. It is the same sun reflecting in all the different spots. The reflected light. Hmm? The reflected light. So, that reflected light which has got no other exit. It is the sun only and the sun's light only which is being reflected. So, in reality that light is what? Sun's light only. Hmm? And therefore, Atma being one expresses in each and every equipment as the light or the self of everyone. But in the pot it takes up an individual identity. Even when the water is muddy, the reflection is muddy. So what appears muddy is the reflection, not the sun. This is what Bhagwan says, that the Atma does not get affected. Now, if you go and take a bath, means you interact with such a water, with such a mind and intellect. Now, suppose in that water is some acid mixed. What will happen? Anyone who comes in contact with it will burn. Is the sun burning? No. It is the waters which are burning. Is it the reflection of the sun which is also burning? No. It is the waters that are burning. So can you blame the sun for that? Did the water, the sun prompt the water to burn? No. Now you understand all these verses now? Is it clear? Reflect now very clearly. That the Atma, which is like the sun, gets reflected in the pool of mind and intellect and in the body. Now, suppose it's rare to have water. You don't have abundance of water. And suppose you recognize that the bucket is developing a hole. What do you do? You take the bucket of water and you get a new bucket and you pour the water into that bucket. Now when you pour the water into that bucket, that old bucket which is worn off is discarded. Now, which water went into that bucket? The old water only. So, how will be the reflection in that bucket? The same jiva goes into the 
other body. Got it? Hmm? But the reflection is of the sun. The sun is not going from body to body. Wherever there is a wa water, a reflecting medium, there the sun gets reflected. Now when they say Atma went from body to body, then how do you say the Atma is all pervading? Because it is all pervading everywhere. Another example is given also, the two types of method by which it is shown. Space which is all pervading has got no form. Yet in this glass it takes this form. Now when I move this glass from here to here, the space in the glass has moved. Has it? No. But it appears to have moved. The space in the glass has appeared to move from here to here. Why? Because the space is all pervading. It is the glass which is moving, not the space. So when you say no, because the word Atma for Jiva also Atma is used, the absolute reality or truth consciousness is also called as Atma. Atma means the self. Now you understand this space to be glass space. My Atma. But space is all pervading. Now when this glass moves, my Atma moved. Your Atma really didn't move. The glass moved and space which is everywhere is seen. When the waters are moved from one bucket to other, neither the sun moved nor the reflection moved. When I say sun move, I am not talking about the movement of the sun. The sun was there only. The light is everywhere. Wherever you take the bucket, light will be reflected in that waters of that bucket. Think over this very clearly. It makes everything clear. This example. Clear now? Okay. Now if you ask me any questions on this, I just said bucket, water, sun. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.